welcome everyone back to another episode of Send Nudes, a Dota 2 podcast. I myself, I'm Lady Beard, aka Chucky. You've got with me Smitty Warbin, the Egamani Ensign, which is Rick, and you've got Tom as Jibber's Crab. No, I've rebranded. What do you mean you've rebranded? You can't I've rebrand re-branded. and not tell me. Well, yes, because I had to change my Twitter handle to at Stabby McGee. I'm Stabby McGee anyway, to avoid confusion. So you're Stabby McGee now? Yes. That yes. was a quick rebrand. Trademarked, like copyrighted, no one else. No, Tried Mark? What are you, Chinese? Triad Mark? <laughs> no, not Mingley's. Um, um. I, I might have had a defamation case raised from uh, the oatmeal if I carried on using Jibber's Crabs. Um, That's a fair point. So I didn't want to upset Matt because he's, he's a good guy and I like his work. So I'll go back to my original creation. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So. Fair well, that leads us on to, uh, after your triad, leads us on to uh, our first topic for tonight. So tonight we're going to be talking about the Chinese Super Major. Bit late coming onto it. Been a bit ill, so a bit of delay. Oh, did Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I was Are you poorly. Eighty six note. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. So Chinese Super Major. It wasn't as well publicised, I don't think, as the the ESL tournament, but it was the last major of the DPC season. I enjoyed it. Apart from the yeah. ones I couldn't watch because I was at work, but uh, using the strafe app, I was kept abreast, thoroughly up to speed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was like the one thing that I took away from this tournament that was a huge positive, is that I found a app that is actually useful for finding Dota information on. It's spot on that app, isn't it? I've not yeah. used it, I've not used it at all. It's the <sighs> way forward. You strafe, need it. what is it, strafe? Yeah, yeah strafe, strafe sports, isn't it, or something? Yeah. I'll have to have a look can, at that. Yeah, you can even pick your favourite team. Alliance. He's not going to get any notifications on that, really, is he? <laughs> I've got it going on there for um, all the mate, the qualifiers. So it's going off like crazy at the minute. Is it? Watch out. So what did, what did you make of the uh, the Chinese Super Major? Well, I got up rather early and managed to watch some of the final live like in real time. Did you? I did on that Sunday. So many meets two weeks ago. So didn't didn't all pan out the way that we thought it was going to do, did we? If we went back to episode one, our our sort of predictions went down the pan when fucking uh, is it LGD knocked out VP into the lower bracket, so they had to fight through the lower bracket. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming at all. Well, no one says who rigged this. I don't know. Well, well, there can't be unstoppable going in. If you imagine, all if you win all these majors coming up to TI, it's better to lose one now, isn't it? And you're standing in your better place for TI rather than. I guess maybe a bit of a reality check for them, or maybe maybe they got a bit cocky, uh, or watching the final. You know, they had the chances, but um... too busy with the chat wheel. <laughs> well, who's <laughs> that? They did it that much, did they, in this tournament? I think they got told to curb it down. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I, I, I see it somewhere that they they, uh, they wasn't allowed to use it as much. It makes yeah. sense because you you couldn't even hear the uh, commentators half the time when people were spamming it. Yeah, so. but it's it's nice for him to let uh, to let loose a bit. But I think uh, Liquid did very well. I, I'm I'm happy it went to five games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. rounds out their season, doesn't it? They open with a win on a DPC season and they close it with a, a win on a DPC season. It's not a bad way to go, is it? And you've got Secret in there as well. Secret come out of nowhere for me. I know they've been sort of a, up there with the teams, but I don't think they've uh, had that showing at major events recently. And then they they bag a fourth fourth place. And they knocked, uh, knocked Optic into the lower bracket as well, didn't they? Well, yeah, that, that that was just so unfair. <laughs> making it, make it into the finals at the last major, and then getting knocked out by VP, and then it's just deja vu all over again, isn't it? Yeah, you're not going to. So, uh, you see that up you think, well, it's just going to be of a bait and copy, was it? But so uh, yeah, I never felt. As soon as I saw that that was the way it was going to go, I thought it's either going to be massive revenge. Or we're just going to get smashed, and that's what happened basically. Just VP just 
did what they do every game and just steamrolled us. <laughs> so, it was a bit of a everyone's like, oh, this should be the final sort of thing when they when they met up in the earlier stages. Who's that? The, the, BP. Like, yeah, yeah, the commentators. The, the talent <laughs> wasn't meant to be, but. It was a shame because if we if Optic had made it through to if they gained what a minimum of fourth place they would have got a direct invite to um, TI. Yeah. But it just didn't work out that way, unfortunately. So they have to play through all the qualifiers. And then you got the the first showing of the new Evil Geniuses uh, roster coming into it as well into this uh, major. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was About we making that? Of that? <laughs> yeah, it didn't go really to plan. I don't think. Uh, did anyone expect it to though? Right. No, I thought it could have done. I thought, I thought it could have done. I thought it could have like straight off. It was either going to go one way, one or two ways, wasn't it? It was either going to bomb or it was either going to just be amazing. Yeah. Look, you, 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 you do need time. You still do need time to gel. You know, even at pro level though, you should be able to pick up and just crack on. Yeah. To a certain extent, I mean, but these guys, you know, they're drilling all year long. And it's, it's, it's like the 1% differences, isn't it, between each team, a little percent here and a little percent there, that make you better than everyone else. So if you lose even a like percent of your effectiveness by changing up the team like that, it's going to be a huge difference, isn't it, in these big pro games. Well, they put they put S4 on some bizarre heroes that he, you've not really seen him on, he's known for, so you put him on like uh, the Lesherak, and you don't really see S4 as, an, as a Lesherak player. He normally plays your Batriders or your, you know... Timbers, he played Timber for a bit as well on the off lane. Yeah, yeah well, do you think that's why they did it? Because you, you had a bit of a predictable hero pool, so they decided, you know what, we're going to go with the counter picks or the synergy heroes. And he was didn't just didn't work happy out well, though, did it? Didn't work well, it out. didn't, but you know, you don't know that at the time, or maybe they just saw it as a case of there's no way that we're going to be able to qualify for TI or get a direct invite, should I say. We're going to have to go through the open bracket qualifiers, so we might as well just play some different heroes, work it all out as we go along, and just use this as practice time. But when they did give S4 his sort of core heroes that he normally has, it sort of went a little bit better for him. I think uh, it definitely it's more comfortable. to be expected, though, isn't it? Definitely more comfortable on them heroes. I think it would be an interesting one to see in the future, how they how they perform in the qualifiers. Your yeah, time will tell. You know what, you could use the uh, Strafe app to uh, check. Definitely. Yeah, Are we sponsored by Strafe or something? <laughs> There's name checks. Yet, but, uh, Are you I'll working on that? The, I'll you... mention that in the, uh, in the tweet. Tweet uh, or yeah. the podcast. I'll tweet Strafe and see if we can get some t-shirts out of them. Oh, I like it, I like it. Yeah, why not? It's a quality app so far. Promo code send noobs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that because we're not <laughs> being sponsored by anyone yet. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to Team Liquid, Team Liquid. Yep. So is this is this the, the signs of them winning this this major? Is this signs of them to come for TI that they're going to be the first team ever to win TI and back to back? If there was ever a time to find your groove again, now is the time to do it, isn't it? There's well, a dream. I think they did it last season. In the last, well, it wasn't DPC season last season, was it? But it no. was. Um, but they, they, they sort of in the main major tournaments they sort of peaked at the beginning and at the end and then they went on to win TI so I mean it could well, possibly if you look at the DPC standings right now Virtus.pro is obviously first because they've won absolutely everything but Team Liquid are second by a fair margin they've got what almost 9,500 points and the next team after them is PSG and they've got 7,300-ish Yeah, but they're a fair margin ahead of third place but we've not really heard, you know, it's not like they've been winning tournaments. They've just been placing really well, really consistently throughout the season. So if you've got that sort of, I don't know, ability to con be consistently good, then it's got to stand you in good stead for the big tournament at the end of the year. I think they'd be pretty confident going into it. Yeah, I do yeah but do you think if um, if it was in the lower bracket, if they got knocked, they'd have to fight more to... They would have still managed to get through. Did not just uh, do that. Was not in the low. I thought was not in the low Liquid stayed. Liquid. Yeah, no, Liquid stayed up. So they they beat TNC, they beat Secret, and they beat um, PSG. Uh, PSG LGD. Oh my God, too many acronyms. Yeah, and then VP. 
in the final. So no, they just went all the way through. Yeah, there's only VP who managed to get the games against them. Yeah, they didn't lose a game up until the final. No, so was it just momentum? Well, VP? Just... Oh, yeah, no. No, Liquid. No, liquid, liquid. liquid. I was going to say. Yeah, they, they, uh, they lost. Yeah, they lost. One to UB in the first round, two to PSG LGD in the second round, which knocked them down, and then the two owed Optic, the the two one Team Secret, and then they two won uh, PSG LGD in the rematch. So, hmm. yeah, they had to fight pretty hard VP for that, by the look of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't the most uh, promising. No, not at all. The best performance I've ever had. So, now Liquid, so, what, that, that puts Liquid that now, that puts Liquid as the most net earnings of any team. They've overtaken EG. And do we know how much that is? Uh, one second, I think I've got it written down. I just, I'm sure I've seen it. Liquid earnings, yeah. Um, oh no, that's just from the... No. On the no. tournaments, when you look at the amount of money that they've earned, so this is a good comparison. So, Liquid's earnings in this last year, so 17, 18 sort of season, the prize funds for the tournaments have been, you know, 250,000, 10 million from TI, they, 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 they 200,000, 200, dollars. Yeah. Fucking hell. Dollars. 10 million dollars. Um, oh. At the Super Major, they be, they won just over half a million. That's alright, isn't it? Yeah, uh, in comparison to that, EG's earnings have been nowhere near. Absolutely no. nowhere near. Um, no, not this season, but this is like going off an all-time net earnings, I think. Cause the right, EG was you know, if you look at the, um, the all-time net earnings, though, the, winning something now gives you so much more money yeah. compared to what you would have done. So being the best team two to three years ago, whilst it was earning you big money, it's nothing compared to what you're earning now as being one of the best teams. No. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that change hands again in the near future. If the money keeps going up, you know, someone like Virtus Pro, for example, if they keep going the way they're going, they must be catching up at a hell of a rate. Yeah, they will be. This season would have fucking pumped them right up there. Yeah. So, I'd no. say, and they're getting Mercedes like nobody's business. Yeah, two of them, innit? Two of them, no. They'll have a little crew to roll around in all their new Mercs when they go home. <laughs> so, drawing it close to the end of the season, now brings us to the changes that have been announced. The changes to the DPC. So, I think the, yeah. biggest, the biggest one I, I sort of quite like is there's no direct in invites to Miners or Majors anymore. I quite like that. That's yeah, one. the way they've done that is really smart. I, it's going to give new chances. Them. Yeah, new new teams, the smaller teams will be able to. And I think, I think it'll be so a big shake-up this season. Well, for anyone that doesn't know, here's Thank the you. exact the exact wording. <laughs> Chopped right. about a little bit, but here's the wording from Valve. So, there'll be no direct invites to either minors or major. The major qualifier will run first. And yep. teams who do not qualify for that major will be eligible to compete in the minor. All right. Or the qualifiers for the minor, which will happen a few days later. So both events have their qualifiers run before the main events. Ah. Then the winner of the minor event, which will play through first, will then have a reserved slot going into the major, which will happen shortly afterwards. Ah, I see. So I think that's a pretty good way of doing it. I think they're just uh, shaking up and they're trying to just uh, legitimise it a bit more as well, I think. I like the way that's done. I mean, how many yeah. new teams do you hear of that come out of these smaller tournaments? And winning that instantly guarantees them a place in the major. So then they get on the big screen, they'll, you know, maybe pick up a few more supporters, get a bit more prize money in if they do well. It, it'll enable them to carry on as a team. Like Whereas Flight sure Moon or something? Yeah, exactly. Just someone that's, you know... On the, the fringes of breaking through, and probably that those supporters' sponsorship deals and the prize money that comes in from competing at something at that level could be what keeps the team together and actually pushes them on to become the next great thing. Good point, well made. Like the new alliance. Mm. 
That's long gone now, Pepe Hands. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't ever back up my alliance, mate. Um, so, what are the other changes to the the the, uh, the the league or the DPCs? It's going to be next season. Is that um, the way they regulate player movement is not going to be the same as it was last year? Oh, gee, so I wonder movement. why. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, so, player movement now is um, not going to be done via hard roster locks. Um, so instead of that, you'll have a um, a amount of points removed if you change up your roster. It's like a I fine, believe. a fine to the team. A fine to the team, yeah, current, exactly. Current point total by deduction, twenty percent. It says on your note. There you go. But the points will live with the team now, as opposed to going with the respective players. There's so, something yeah. about um, team members. Well, team ownership as well. Yeah, so you're not allowed to have two interests, so you're not allowed to be the owner of two teams effectively. Yes. I hope that's going to work for you, like your um, LGDs and you know brands like that that have got multiple teams. You've got the new TNC now as well, haven't you? Yeah. Two, two TNC, TNC Pro and the other TNC. Uh, I, I personally like that. I don't like seeing loads of the same org. I know they're techni you know, they're different players and all that, but it's the branding in it as well, you just get confused with it. Yeah, and it's just it just floods the market. And if if they're already a big established org with a bit more money to throw around to entice players and all that sort of junk, you just saturating the market with one brand, like you say, it's not fun to watch. Well, is that the same is it um is it the uh, Red Bull Formula One team in the Toro Rosso? So, you know, you've got your yeah, your uh, your baby team. Um, yeah, you feed a team, bring them yeah. up through the ranks. Yeah, so it's not. You know, I don't agree with that either. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with you. So. Wow. Okay. Well, so, you're wrong. Oh, anyway. <laughs> New season. Uh, good. But, good. All good then from us. I think. I think we're all sort of in agreement that. that uh, I think we'll see over the next season, but uh, to us, it's looking interesting and. and Really good. Well, here's one thing that I was thinking about. Just going back to the um, the points sticking with the teams. I think previously it was a case of that the um, the points that your team earned only the three highest three, points yeah. of each team actually counted towards your qualification points. So two players on your team effectively didn't. Now with the team, the brand, or if you want to call it, having the points, and if someone leaves, nothing goes with them. That's a lot more incentive for people to stick with a brand. Stick with a winning team. Yeah. Well, just I, qualify, I was thinking, just what, what happens if the the people, the the actual, the organisation itself isn't a particularly good brand to be with? You know, they don't take care of the players, they don't pay good salaries, they're really tardy paying out on the competition monies that they get in. As a player, you're locked in at that point. You, you know, you spend half the season grafting like hell, earn loads of points from. You reach a breaking point halfway through the season, think you know they're not treating me right. I want to leave. All your hard work is gone. Mm. Fight them. Just throw a puppy and get kicked out. <laughs> you, could, you could do, but um, that that's something that worried me a little bit because you, you hear a lot about, especially with smaller organisations, not taking care of their players particularly well. A lot of them are young lads who probably don't know anything about contracts or know any better. They're going to be signing up to these things without really understanding what they're signing up to. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. You we'll see. I think there'll be a lot of controversy with it as well. And I think um, it just, like we said, it just time will time will tell. But as the majority, I think it's going to be good. And I think it'll just be an interesting. Interesting season. It's all new as well. It's new and fresh, and you're keeping that freshness as well, aren't you? Where you're changing it up. So. Yeah. Well, if it doesn't work, they just change it next season. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. And. Valve throwing spanners in the work. Right yeah. now, patch seven one seven. Yes. Um, it, it was a great time to do it, wasn't it? Just before yeah, the biggest competition. <laughs> In oh. fact, they've got previous of holding pauses, uh, patches. Um, so I don't know who thought. You know, maybe they just know to put that uh, 
what's going on in the calendar for the techie that pushed the button. I don't know. So, what's your biggest take? Your, your top biggest takes on on this patch? Sort of your your bugbears or your your sort of worries that heroes potentially getting overbuffed or? Getting... Yeah, yeah. So I I I I've picked out a couple of heroes, but the main one that I thought was um, madness was the Ricky buff. His base armor has been increased, and his base damage has been increased. I'm thinking, this hero is insanely strong. You don't see him that much. Really, I mean, he? I think he's he's one of the least picked heroes in in professional Dota. I mean, we might see him a lot in in pub games. Well, yeah, yeah. but you got to remember that this the patch isn't just about catering to the pro scene, is it? You know, there's millions of players worldwide who are spending millions and millions of dollars on this game. So they're making the patches and the changes for everyone. It's not just for the pro scene. And and Ricky's so strong right now. I honestly thought there was a nerf inbound for him, but no, yeah, apparently not. Apparently, he needs to be stronger. Time but to spam. Know. Time to spam him. Or maybe he's the time to spam. Yeah. Get, get um, your yeah. MMR calibrated, Hope. <laughs> oh, Perfect God. Time. Don't, don't even. Um, so, yeah, that, that was one of the main things that. Um, a couple of the other big ones Oscar's level 25 talent changed from zero inner vitality cooldown to burning spears and now pure damage and it pierces immunity. You don't see him so, too much, though, in pub games. I think you, you see him, tend to see him more in a. Do you think that's the MMR we're at, though? Do you I think see him, it's... and he doesn't mind when I do see him. I don't really like Husky. <laughs> I mean, if, he, if a Husky gets fed, then you're... Especially, yeah. he's, he's very hard to deal with. Yeah, he, he snowballs quite well, doesn't he? Especially if you've got someone that knows how to toggle a blobbly armlet properly. I hate being on the receiving end of so one of those he's, assholes. He's, he's one of them heroes I cannot play. He just There's something about it I fucking struggle to play him with, and I just hey, don't get it. And you shut up and uh, I just really don't get it uh, and then it's if someone else plays him they'll generally stomp me but if I play against him if I play him then I just I don't know what I'm doing with him really don't know. Is it, it's the whole low damage or the, the low health equals more damage yeah is that correct or is it more attack speed speed, more... speed I think it's going and, mental doesn't yeah. it yeah I'm not like I'm not good with that balancing act you know some people obviously have got it down to a fine art and they can you know, juggle their health quite well, keep it low enough that they can still stay alive. I just end up running in and dying. In. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom, have you have you had any experience playing Husker? Um, I. Have, <laughs> yeah, but if it's on my cabin crawl, I will give him a go on a few turbo matches, which is the pro tip from Stabby McGee. What cabin? Play turbo. Or is that just to that get is... your cabins out of the way? I think that's a good. Brilliant tip, because basically everyone else doesn't know what the hell they're doing on there. So you might as well, you never know, you get lucky, you need to go for a win. Could do, just get carried to victory. Always so, the, the last big change that I've picked out is the uh, sniper changes. The sniper's assassinate cast range has now been incre increased from a scaling distance of 2,000, 2,500 to 3,000 to a straight dead 3,000. So that's better off so than that, the That's quite strong. Better off your uh, yeah, but it's uh, is that OP? Do you reckon? Early game, I believe it is. Oh, it's giving you a bit more of an advantage early game, isn't it? On mid, if you're playing in mid and you're uh, you know, just you can just see him. Well, even if you're just a ganking sniper, you know, if if you turn up to a bit late, someone's retreating. You've still got a better opportunity now at an earlier level to get that all off and so, get so the kill. That kill. Keeps well, you away, doesn't it, from the uh, get you to? Well, you, you might have, you might be onto something here because I don't generally play sniper. I'm not a really carry player. I'm a mid player, um, but I still don't play sniper. And I got one of my. I haven't had a rampage in f forever, and the other day I got a rampage as a sniper. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh, but it's a twofold thing. You you were so sad. Got a rampage, but at the same time, I bet you felt like a right f***y scrub. Everyone hates you. The newbiest hero in the game. I don't care, mate. A win's a win. A <laughs> day is a I'll pee. Take I'll take it past any day. I, <laughs> I love playing sniper. <laughs> I wonder why. 
<laughs> yeah. New hero. That's it. So the other big change to Sniper is his level 10 talent has now been changed from a 15% cooldown reduction to a 25% cooldown reduction. Assassinate's already pretty low as well, isn't it? I mean, with that, you get something later on, don't you, which reduces your assassinate cooldown time to like what? Oh, no, that's cast time, isn't it? Not cast time is like two seconds or something like that. Yeah, which is quite cool. But yeah, this is such a high reduction in cooldown for an early level talent. Especially for his two passives. It's nearly over. Passives? You don't have cooldown on your passives. It's like a 60, 66% increase on it. So, I mean, shrapnel, for me, I was thinking, level 10, you get that 25% reduction, you can now really start spamming shrapnel if you haven't been. You know, if you're one of these guys that tries to save it for, you know, team fights where you feel like it's really going to work for you, now you don't have that concern anymore. As long as you've got the mana pool to deal with it, you know, maybe even a CM on your team if you're really lucky, you just start throwing out that shrapnel willy-nilly. It's not going to make any difference. It's going to be off cooldown so quickly. I don't think I've played him since the patch, so I'll uh, glass cannon, mate. Just go glass cannon. I'll I'll uh, I'll get a few unranked in and uh, before I start calibrating. Yeah. Go for so, the carry. And, car and carry just pro tip for uh, anyone out there that want to try it. If you've got a keeper of the light on your team who's got some chakra magic, your um, cooldown on your ultimate drops down from seven and a half seconds to one point five seconds. And then you get an Agony Inceptor on top of that, and your Assassinate becomes an area of effect spell. Yeah. yeah. Damage to that. So, if anyone wants to try a nice broken build there, that, that's my tip of the day. Fair one. Nasty, nasty. Okay. Uh, the one that I want to pick up on is um, Clock. Base damage reduced by four. We saw a lot of him in the uh, in the last two majors at Birmingham and DS at Birmingham and China. Yes. I wonder if that's going to have any impact going into these qualifiers for TI. Well, they, t they tend to pick lesser. heroes, don't they? They get picked a lot, and they'll try and nerf them slightly just because they want to see the other. They want to see the. Otherwise, it's the same game, isn't it? Yeah, they want to see we, the different heroes it. picked. Yeah. Do you think yeah. With, within playing your position for you know roaming support, the clock seems to be taken up right now. Do you think that's much of an issue? Because really, you want him for lockdown, don't you? You want to get him in there. You want his. Um, Cogs going off, and then what's the damage coming in? What's the no? What's the um battery assault? Stun? Battery assault. Is, mm -hmm. it, is it battery assault? It is, yeah. The yeah, where assault it going stops off. you from casting so, anything. So you've isolated a hero. You've stunned him when you're hooked in anyway, if you're that level, and then you've got your battery assault going off. I don't think that that's much of a, a nerf from his point of view. I think it, it obviously is his less damage going out, but. I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I still think you're going to see him picked loads at the eye. Mm, you're probably right. It's probably it's one of them here. Is it's he's going to be there thereabouts, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're picking him off with a bit. Yeah, the team's like to play him. Yeah. For the utility. Yeah, if you mean it's for the utility of the team rather than the sort of solo damage. Well, he's quite strong though, isn't he? I mean, even against like a gyro early on, a clock one on one with a gyro will generally win. Yeah, I, I, I've not so really seen him solo see, lane see, too often. You see that over and over again in the the Super Major. The few, there's a few times where Clock was solo on the off lane and um, they left the uh, the gyro alone to go say help me or something, and then the Clock just punished him and killed the gyro. Okay. So it's because the well, gyro's got such low health and that. But be interesting to see then. Yeah. Maybe we'll see that match up again. It's not like we, we, there's going to be gyro picks. There's going to be Clock. Picks, so we'll see. So mo moving on now to some announcements from the Dota scene. You've got two big names announcing their retirement from professional gaming. So the first one is Dota Demon, Jimmy. So he he's a bit of a legend from the, the F Dota 1 scene and he's carried on. And uh, You sort of see him quite a lot in the True, True Sight series, didn't you, in Fnatic? They brought him yeah, in I really don't know anything about this guy other than what I learned from TrueSight. You know, I don't know any of the history. He seemed like a nice guy, um, but yeah, the, when he was announced, everyone on Reddit was going mad over this. 
I didn't really understand it at the time, but after reading up on it a bit, it does look like we've lost one of the big names from the scene. Well, he's, he's, a, he's one of them things, he's, he's always dedicated himself 100% to the game, he's, uh, he's, always, put the, he's always renowned for his, his, his work rate and you know his dedication to the team, he's moved countries multiple times just to, just to try and further his Dota career, um, I mean, I think that says it all, he's given up his whole life just to, to dedicate it to Dota and to winning. But there is there is some controversy. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the video he released. Um, no. Nope. So he, he did like a little release of a video. It's a bit of a sad, teary video of him in giving his thoughts on that on his professional career, um, not achieving what he wanted to set out to do, but um, giving it giving it up. And there's sort of there's a, a a dark undertone to to it in his current team, um, whereas there's some backroom dealings that and he in the video he sort of elaborates and said he's not going to go into it now but in the future there's potential that he'll he will come out with what's gone on around the back and that but I, I really don't think that um, he's probably been tricked right I don't know because he, he's going to have a biased view anyway on what's gone on in the back but I mean we'll see in the future maybe if something comes out of that some dirty dealings in the world of Dota well uh, that Surprise me. Mm. No, not at all. I, I, I don't know much about him. Sorry, Rick. I, I don't know much about him. Look at his history on the Wikipedia. No, he's 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 got around a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's done the rounds on the Dota scene. He's uh, he's, so he's probably learned a lot. Uh, moved to the Philippines, and he, he was. I was a bit surprised that he was like uh, thanking Mushi a lot, and. Uh, he was just really? uh, yeah, and in the in the true side, it just seemed like Mushi was a bit of a dick to him. But I think Mushi dick in general. I don't know if it. You shot fired. Aimed at him, but I, yeah, I, Mushi came off so badly from that. It just Same horrendous. Such a legend, and, uh, yeah, everyone wants to work with him. And then moving on to the second second big name to announce his sort of retirement from from professional gaming and moving into a coaching role. Is the legend that is Loader from Alliance is stepping down into the coaching role? Who? Never heard of him. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be a coach driver. Are you twisting my words now? I don't. <laughs> Did I say that? Probably a bit above his nation, uh, but yeah. I think no. I think you two need to pay some respect, mate. <laughs> He's not dead. He's <laughs> yeah. Well, his career's been dead for ages, isn't it? Uh, I think, I think, yeah, I think his best days were behind him, and he should have, he should have moved. I think when he had limping that in the, uh, it's limping handskin in the team. The roster, yeah. Yeah, I think that I was, they were really good players, and they should have kept hold of him. And I think it just didn't gel with Loader. I, th I really do think they were decent players, especially Limp. Limp's a beast, um, and he should have potentially moved to a coaching role then. But it, I think I think he'll do well as a coach. I think he's got that sort of he's got the experience and the respect from the other players that, that I think he will be able to guide him and potentially I think he's got a a job now where he's going to have team members that aren't experienced or aren't that highly ranked, and I think he's going to be like the the feeder sort of like bringing in players and building them up, and then they'll probably potentially move on to other teams. I don't think it'll be. I don't think Alliance will be that team to sort of achieve the greatness. I hope it does, but um, I just can see it being like a feeder, a feeder team in a good way. It, yeah, maybe. I mean, Loda's been, like I say, he's been, he's been around forever, isn't he? And it looks like all the iterations that we've seen of Alliance have been built around Loda. He's the one consistent player throughout the entire yeah. history of Alliance, really, isn't he? So, um. I was surprised when I heard it because I honestly didn't think that he was ever going to give up. I thought it was one of those where he just sort of fade into obscurity over time because they weren't winning anything and he would eventually stop playing but no one would care. So to do it like now... <laughs> no, not like 10D. He's getting and, on. And... Well, he is getting on, but we'll see what happens there. But I think it's a very smart move from him because I believe that he is part owner of Alliance. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. So as far as keeping his brand going, this is probably the best thing that he could have done. 
Um, a lot of people commented and said that his sort of um, technical view of the game is excellent. He, he understands what everyone else is doing. The drafting is really good from him, and that maybe he just hasn't played as well as he could have done, or he hasn't had the players around him that could have done as well as he could have done with other players. So moving into a coaching role just seems like the, the smart thing to do from his point of view. Bring in some fresh blood and get our alliance hopefully back to where they once were. Fair one. Fair one. And going on to the qualifiers for TI, they're underway now. Yes, they are. Um, yeah. Navi's out. Navi. Out already, are they? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. So that's, it's, it's one of them ones, isn't it, where your heart wants them to do well, but you know they're not going to do well. And it's just, you really want to see them up on that. It's Navi, isn't it, at the end of the day. It's just synopsis with the international and you just want it to be there but yeah definitely uh, not great it is really sad that yeah you don't want to see is that the same as Loda though you you think Dendi potentially should step down into a coach or is Dendi the problem I know he's still one of the top players but I think the difference there uh, maybe it's the difference in role but Dendi is or was head and shoulders the player on their team. Loader wasn't. Mm. Um, so I think obviously Dendy. I bet you he's had so many offers over his career, asking him to you know jump ship, leave Navi, and go play for another team, and he hasn't. He's stuck with Navi for whatever reason. I don't know why. He's, he's got a lot of loyalty to the brand, and he's probably going to be there till he retires. Yeah, whatever that so. that is. Um, so I think the onus has, has got to have been on the Navi staff, whoever it is that brings in their players, you know, looks for up and coming people from their area. I mean, they've, they've had some they've big not, players, they've had some big. They have, but they've not had the, the big team, have they? For quite a while now. No. So I think it's down to them. They've um, they've not done it for Dendi. If anything, I think he's been let down by the org more than he's let anyone else down because he's been there he's been doing whatever he can do and yeah probably to his deficit he should have jumped ship when at some point in the past and carried on with a better team maybe oh yeah i don't i think navi without dendy isn't navi is it like you said no. yeah but that's like his alliance without bulldog alliance well he's always gonna be an alliance isn't he because he he won't play without it i don't think that, uh, no, but but he's not. He's never going to return to the pro scene, is he? Of course he will. He, I, I'm surprised he didn't go with Black and Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He, he's never going to return to the pro scene. So, earning too much money, mate. It really, really is. Oh, yeah. cra- crazy amount. We, crazy amount. He's like, he gets to stay at home. He's got his dogs and that at home. Why would you want to travel the world? I mean, if you're about that yeah. lifestyle and that, but. He, he earning far too much money to be just sat in his ass in his house. Well, stop donating then. Can't, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> team, team loyalty, innit? Team loyalty. Team uh, loyalty slash. Not sure about that, but yeah. So moving on to some more controversial topic on the uh, on the pro on the qualifiers, Invictus Gaming Vitality. They got punished for a bug in the TI8 Open Qualifiers. Did Say it again. So, Invictus, Invictus Gaming, IG, yep. they got uh, punished uh, by, what's it called? I can't remember the organisation. Whoever run the Southeast Asia Open Qualifiers. Yeah. Um, and basically, there's a, a bug. Perfect World. Perfect World, that's it. There we go, found it, Perfect World. Um, so there's a bug basically that should have been patched out and it, it Valve had patched it out now for some reason the bug was still in the game and it happened in one of their games and so because it happened in their game they got punished for it and basically kicked out of the qualifiers oh right so but so a- after they never only caused the bug then uh, the bug was meant to have been, been out, so a controversial situation. The Wild Wing Ripper bug happened yesterday. I'm not too familiar with it. Um, 
in round A matchup between IG and KG. So protect the face of the tournament. We contacted Valve immediately after the situation occurred, and it's confirmed that the above mentioned bug was already fixed before the IG v KG match. Okay. So, ba so how did it happen then? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened, and um, so but they've gone back on the original pen penalty to IG, and they have given them a bye to through the qualifiers uh, to the round B. Right. Okay. So they've just gone through from round one to round so two. In, effectively. In, instead, instead of like the one team going through to round B, um, I think they're putting the another team through. Well, they have to put an extra two in. You'd assume, wouldn't you, to um, balance it out? Because it's putting one through means that they've made it automatically through round one of. Yeah, probably. B. I don't know, uh, but, but it's just a bit of controversy. 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 <laughs> yeah. Get my words out. Uh, more controversy surrounding Dota and the eSports scene. Well, the uh, bug, for anyone that doesn't know, they say the bug causes enemy heroes to move uncontrollably when they're in the hitbox of the tornado caused by the Wild Wing. Ah, did not know that. No, good, neither did I. Good bug. It's a good bug. I like it. Uh, well, I, I, can't, I can't see it. If they've knowingly, you know, used this bug to try and win a game then that's not good but if don't if um, Valve have come out and said well we've patched this and then they've you know because it's quite a common um, creep to use isn't it mate but you, this, this bug's been exploited before I mean look at is it TI3 where where Dendi was hooking and getting sent back by Chen and fucking it takes skill to land yeah, that anyway yeah but you can't. That, that, if the bug's I mean, in the game, it's part of the game. At the end of the day, I, I don't count that as a bug. That that was a that was a design flaw, not a bug. It's been exploited, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. They they exploited this. Heroes moving uncontrollably was never intended. It didn't work like that before, and obviously something they've done has broken the game and caused that to happen. So I can understand why if you were caught doing that after people in the tournament had said, "Don't do it, lads." then you should be banned. But if they then turn around and say, well, the guys have patched it out, so just carry on as normal, and then it happens anyway, you can't be held accountable for that. No, a bit of a, a, a sort of snap decision by Perfect World, I think. I think they've done the honourable thing. They've probably appeased the the scene as well. Probably, yeah. Probably uproar on Reddit would have been... <laughs> Here, here's one for you. All the tournaments... Are run by third parties. So Valve goes off to like people like Perfect World, ESL. Um, who run the Chinese Super Major? Uh, PGL. 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 All these companies run that. Now TI is run by Valve. Yeah. Why are the qualifiers farmed out to all these other companies? It's probably just cheaper for them, isn't it? Because Base It, I believe, are doing all of the qualifiers, or North America and South America, I believe. Might be wrong. And they've had a bug across there at the moment where if you don't have all the players on your team join, so not about readying up or anything, but they don't join the match in time. Yeah. The match became forfeited and the team whose players didn't turn up were getting put through to the next round. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> exactly. So they've I believe they've had to postpone the qualifiers to try and fix this issue because people were knowingly doing this so someone already knew about it so this was a problem before and then teams were doing it fair one well, hopefully they sort oh. it out and get it all back on the road ready for me to watch some dotes and Valve just stop being tight I mean they, they always do the qualifiers they always do it even when they pushed out 717 it's like the, the servers have crashed <laughs> all the time it's like they don't test it they don't stress test it just fuck it like fuck it just put it on me final segment we're going to be doing is ask a herald so this is where we put questions to reddit to any questions they want to ask a herald how you think the mindset of a herald might work if you've ever been curious about anything and how they play their play style we put it to reddit of all places and, uh, sounds legit we're going to do it in sort of like a bit of a uh, a roast. I don't know, or mean tweets. Mean tweets is what I said, wasn't it? And so yeah. I'm going to read it out to our resident herald, Stabby McGee. Thank you. And uh, 
and get his get his thoughts on some of these questions. He he's been told he's not allowed to go onto the Reddit subthread and find it. And so, <laughs> I, I have true state of my word. So the <laughs> the first question from Famaja is: Do you know how to click buttons? <laughs> buttons? What on the mouse? The left button or the right button? Well, either. Do you know how to click them? I do I know? Yes, yes, I'm quite familiar with clicking them. Um, and there's the spells, which use like the uh, the Q spells and that. Um, I don't always press the right ones. Um, <laughs> if it's a different hero that I'm used to playing, I may uh, uh, I may not use Mulesy at the right time. Uh, perfect case would be Silencer. His global silence is pretty, uh, pretty yes. powerful. But, um... Shut up! I don't want to talk about that anymore, will you? <laughs> Bring up bad memories. So, question two from Fruit Loops XD: If you're using the courier, but someone else yeah. just uses it to have the courier pick up their items as well for efficiency, do you get mad and type "respect courier"? No. You should. I'm using <laughs> those one. guys. I'm usually the one that's sending the courier back after you guys have called it, and you're the ones that send them respect the courier. I don't nice We call, we say courier's on it. Well, I do, Chuck doesn't give a fuck, but I try and say courier's on its way and make sure that anyone else in the lane gets a chance yeah. to get their stuff yeah. on it. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm not that bad. I, um, I don't like fighting for the courier if I've got my stuff and it's, you know between the tower and me and then it gets called back to uh, to the fountain that that gets me triggered um, and then I will spam the deliver to me button and if I need to <laughs> until you get it and if that's not going my way I'll start to feed the courier to the other person on my team it's not getting their, their items yeah I'll ruin it for everyone if I don't get mine but that's only if they want me I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty respectful of the courier good question three <laughs> don't need to attack um do you think before you play, as in, I usually decide the hero I should play based on the draft, to a certain extent? Um, I do look at the draft, but uh, I am under strict orders to play um, Shadow Shaman, or Shadow Shaman, or Shadow Shaman. <laughs> right lion, no, we let, we, no, he's a lion, and we let him play a few heroes. So Lion Witch Doctor, yeah, yeah. They, the they the do thing is, it. he knows how to play a few heroes to semi-decent. So they're the heroes we like, and if he deviates from these heroes at all, and I mean at all, it's <laughs> disastrous. So it is a guaranteed yeah. MMR loss at that point. If, so, yeah, it's best to stick with the devil you know than than let him just wander off into the abyss. It is, but you know, I like yeah. playing new heroes every now and then. You played in Vogue um, the other day, didn't you? I did. That was uh, I meant to ban him. <laughs> I tried to ban Invoker, ended up picking him first time. I'm Invoker. so glad I wasn't on that team. <laughs> yeah, we lost. Uh, we did lose. Yeah, we did lose. Man. That was my favorite. We lost badly that game. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, I would be playing it for a while. So now, next question, question four. We've got one. It's a it's a deleted comment, but I can still see the actual comment. Uh, I just can't see who it's from. So, and I think they're high or drunk when they when they've written this. Why are you only play? High and or drunk. Me? Yes. <laughs> um, what, so I think, why, why do you only play when you're high or drunk? Um, I don't know. Don't, I don't. Substance I don't, abuse? Um, I do like the tipple. Um, and my gameplay Improved. does have. Uh, uh, it does. It is affected by the quantity of alcohol consumed. Uh, I'd like to try and limit myself. But if uh, if I get to that stage, I'll probably run out too much. Uh, performance is not optimal. <laughs> I think the real question is, why do you do it before you start playing Dota? Drinking. Yeah. Why? Why do you, do you drink and then think? You know what? I'm going to play some dotes. It's just what the beer does. Question five from Yelani. I would ask him questions related to how he generally functions as a person. <laughs> Such a struggle. I work in IT. Have your favourite friend, the IT administrator. One of my favourite <laughs> questions next. H1555. Are you using a trackpad to play instead of a mouse? <laughs> no, I've got my Kappa Pride Rainbow uh, Razor kit with a load of buttons on the side, which I use probably three of. Hashtag product placement. Uh, product placement, yeah. Product placement. 
I did, I did I think Razor, Razor Chroma back to Black Widow, but um, I, I've, I've got macro keys on my keyboard which send the career to the secret shop and back because I can never remember which. Is it Alt F4? Something <laughs> like, I, I, oh no, it's not Alt F4. Yeah, it tells me Alt F4. Um, so I've got macro keys programmed to get the career to the secret shop and back. Yeah. And the final question, and I think this is more of a question for what you can ask next time, is from Oh my sweet lord! Is I have a theory that people with this low MMR actually suffer from pretty serious learning disabilities in real life. <laughs> Will his intellectual disabilities and min mental retardation be off limits? Is that no. going to be off limits here? I, th I, no. I think you're quite broad shouldered. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've got, got broad shoulders because I've got a big chin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, bring it on. Okay. You've got questions to be answering from a unique point of view. You know, what was my party MMR? 75 or something. Yeah, 75. So, um. You can't believe that was real. <laughs> yeah. I can. It's, uh, it's, it's not good. I can, good I, can, I can believe. Good news is it's been reset. So, <laughs> 76. Can... TBD. I'm back up to three uh, a three character MMR TBD. And that wraps up episode two of Send Nudes a Dota 2 podcast. I've been your host, Lady Beard. Thanks for joining us and until next time, send noobs. <laughs>